Well, welcome to another episode of Pierre's Podcast, and I'm your host, Pastor Pierre Mail, and as always, it's great to be with you guys. Hey, listen, we are kicking off our new series today entitled God the Provider, and I want to invite you to help provide for this broadcast. Listen, we are trying to reach a generation of young people who have an interest in spiritual things but don't even know where to begin or even where to start. And so as we continue our journey into furthering the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ through this podcast and other means of media to reach this generation of young people, I would ask you to prayerfully consider what the Lord would have you give for us to continue to be able to broadcast this on streaming platforms, podcast streaming platforms, as well as also on these radio stations that we're on across the world. And um, just, man, prayerfully ask God, what would he have you do to help us to reach the lost? All right. Without further ado, we're going to jump into today's message entitled God the Provider. And uh, we'll be right back after this and get it started. The name Jehovah Jireh is from the verb to see and means the Lord foresees or the Lord will see to it. God provides for the needs of all of his creation. He provides for the earth. Psalms 65, 9 through 13 says, you take care of the earth and water it, making it rich and fertile. The river of God has plenty of water. It provides a bountiful harvest of grain. For you have ordered it so. You drenched the plowed ground with rain, melting the clots and leveling the ridges. You softened the earth with showers and blessed its abundant crops. You crowned the year with a bountiful harvest. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. The grasslands of the wilderness become a lush pasture and the hillsides blossom with joy. The meadows are clothed with flocks of sheep, and the valleys are carpeted with grain. They all shout and sing for joy. Isn't that wonderful to think that God our Father not only takes care of the needs of us as his children, but he also takes care of the needs of this beautiful planet we live on called Earth. This is wonderful because it shows a clear demonstration of the concern and the care that God our Father has for all of his creation. When you think about a world that's in disarray and that's disrupted on so many levels and that's facing so many challenges with global warming and all the other issues that have been taking place throughout the centuries, it's a wonder we've made it as long as we have. But when we read that passage, there's clearly an understanding that God will supply the needs of everything that he has created. He spoke it into existence and it was so. And the beautiful thing about that 
is that when God spoke these very things into existence, they still continue to produce even to this day. So here's a wonderful thought for you all to grab a hold of and not let go of. Even though man in its sinful nature is destroying the beautiful things that God have created, including this wonderful planet we live on, there will come a day soon and very soon in which the planet will replenish itself. We saw that during the pandemic. Everybody was locked up. Things as usual were not taking place. And what happened? The planet began to heal itself. Isn't that powerful? To think that our magnificent father has a way of designing things so that they will automatically care for themselves. Such a powerful, powerful thought there. Deuteronomy 11 and 11 through 15 says, Rather, the land you will soon take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain, a land that the Lord your God cares for. He watches over it through each season of the year. If you carefully obey the commands I am giving you today, and if you love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and soul, then he will send the rains in their proper seasons, the early and late rains, so you can bring in your harvest of grain, new wine, and olive oil. He will give you lush pasture land for your livestock, and you yourselves will have all you want to eat. Fantastic. I love that because it's a clear indication that God will take care of us through the land he has given us as long as we do what we're supposed to do in the process. So why am I saying this? I'm saying this because I want to encourage you to really consider how you manage the land that God has given you, how you deal with it and establish it accordingly. Make sure you are not over exhausting the land because everything needs time to rest and replenish. Again, that's one of the problems we see right now inside of our world. People are over exhausting out of greed the land. They're mistreating the land. And we must take in consideration Everything God created, he created with a purpose to continue to reproduce. Let us not forget, to much is given, much is required. Which brings us to our second point in which God provides for. He provides for the animals. Psalms 145 and 16 says, When you open your hand, you satisfy the hunger and thirst of every living thing. Isn't it amazing how every animal that you've ever seen is provided for? You've never seen an animal, unless it was the cruelty of man, go hungry. I love what Matthew 6.26 says. It says, look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for your heavenly Father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? I love that passage. I read that passage quite often because when I'm faced with the struggles and the challenges of not being sure of, that's a constant reminder in the forefront of my mind that if God takes care of the animals, which he does, then he will take care of my needs as well. Don't you know that God will take care of your needs as well, my friends? 
God is your father and he loves and cares for every good thing he has created. When the leaves change here in the fall and the nuts begin to fall from the tree or acorns or whatever they are that come off the tree, I watch how the squirrels will go out and collect them and begin to store them so that they will have food in the winter. Think about that. Again, just a beautiful example of how everything God has created is sufficient and it takes care of each other and it takes care of itself. It's a constant reminder that everything that God has produced is good. Which brings us to our third and final point. God, he always provides for all his people. He always provides for all of his people. Acts 14, 17 says, but he never left them without evidence of himself and his goodness. For instance, he sends you rain and good crops and gives you food and a joyful heart. Powerful. He provides for his people because in the end, he loves and cares for each and every single one of us. Maybe you don't know him as your Lord, personal savior, and maybe you don't understand that he's providing for you. You may say, well, pastor, I don't necessarily agree with that. You know, I go out and work hard every single day. And you do, and that's a great thing because actually according to scriptures, work is good. But the part that most of us fail to miss is that he gives us the strength and the good health to be able to go out and work every single day. Imagine if you didn't have good health. You would not be able, my friend, to get up and to be able to go out and to be able to work and produce good things for yourself. So see, in the end, it's all tied into one big circle of life that we are all an extension of God, our Father, who takes care of us day in and day out, providing for our needs. He provides for our needs. Matthew 5:45 says, In that way you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven, for he gives his sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. So when people says, oh, God doesn't love or care for anybody that's not a part of his family, it's not true at all. He cares for all and he provides for all. The same rain that rains down on the crops of followers of Christ is the same rain that rains down on those who are not followers of Christ. See, God doesn't discriminate. He hates all sin, whether you're a Christian or a non-Christian. The only difference between a Christian and a non-Christian is, my friend, is that we choose to follow Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior because we believe that that is what will give us eternal life after this life. Maybe you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. This will be a great time for you to inquire and even examine your heart to find out what does it mean to be a true follower of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, my personal Lord and Savior. 
I can tell you right now, my friend, he desires to know you. No, let me rephrase that. I can tell you, my friend, he already knows you, but he desires to have a loving relationship with you that will extend through all eternity. Lest you decide that you desire to spend eternity in hell. Well, it's a simple invitation, something simple for you to chew on, something for you to think about. Because life with Christ is eternally going to be bliss. Life away from him will be hell. Well, that's all I have today, my friends. Time is up. We are out of time. I want to thank you for joining us as always. I pray and ask as we continue on with this series next week with part two of God Provides that you will be able to join us. But until then, as always, if you'd like to sow into this ministry, you can go to pierspodcast.com and find out more information about giving again. We're trying to reach people where they're at. Paul says it best when in Rome, you have to look like the Romans. <laughs> and so there is no one set formula in preaching the gospel. This is the way the Lord's told me to do it. And this is the way I'm going to use it to reach those who desire to get to know him a little bit more, to get a full understanding of the love he has for them, where they're at. We're all sinners saved by God's grace. And that's a wonderful gift. As always, check us out on Facebook, Pierre's Podcast. You can find us there as well as also, you can also check out our YouTube channel, Pastor Pierre Mail. And I say it all the time, if you are ever in the Metro Detroit area, come hang out with us, man. We have a wonderful church with wonderful leadership. Our senior pastor, Dr. James L. Mormon, says it best. He tries hard to be a friendly pastor, and we as a body of believers and the church, our community tries hard to be a friendly church. Until then, my friends, we love you. May the peace of God be with you, and we look forward to seeing you guys again next week as we continue part two of this series entitled God Provides. God bless. See you guys next week. Peace. You've been listening to Pierce Podcast. Bye-bye.